0: Another episode of Block Talk presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheatreInTheNow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. What a weird fucking episode. Drag Race Espana took us on a journey I don't think anyone was expecting. A strange challenge, some interesting runways, and a quit like no other. It's time to talk about it all as I'm joined by the fabulous Jenae Saquois. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging in there.
1: I'm
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's, you know, busy Pride Month. And Pride Month is insane for most people, not me, because I'm still stuck at home, but that's a different story.
1: <laughs> it's my first like it's my first like real, real, like legit Pride Month, like doing the things as like a working drag artist, and it's insane.
0: Like it's, Have you gotten have you gotten to sleep?
1: Huh. Far and few between Far and few have, between you gotten, have
0: you have you been able to eat? Just above far in between. Okay. <laughs> like, and water? Are, are you hydrating? Hydrating? Is that happening? Um, that, that, that's a must. That's a must. That's a that's all that matters. Because then the, the skin just glows and you're fine. You're good. Yeah.
1: That's uh It's in the. It's in the bag. There's a bottle of water in every bag. That's. uh We're keeping it moving.
0: Well, amazing. Well, I don't have official drag news of the week, but I do want to share that um, I posted um, a screenshot of Miss Poopy Poison. Um, with the green screen screaming uh, as you can see as my background currently um and she shared it and now others are taking this photo and putting their own backgrounds to it so it's becoming a meme so i would like to challenge all the listeners to take this photo of poopy poison and put her in a weird fucking background um i've seen her with zombies i've now seen her running with the bulls um put her anywhere but yeah poopy poison is my new best friend we, we were chatting that a little bit so um on Instagram. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, look at this photo. She's crazy. She's legit insane. This entire cast is odd. How are you feeling about this season?
1: I really like it. I like Drag Race España. I think it's, the thing that I've liked about the international editions of Drag Race is that they don't, they feel unique and true to themselves. They don't feel like they're necessarily trying to, like, be some sort of like weird rip off of American right. drag race. Like I like that, I love their workroom. I think it's so fun and colorful and just like absolutely insane. Um, I think that the Queens are really, really talented. I think they're really, really great. And I love that like, I, I don't know, everything about the international seasons to me seem like ahead of where we've gotten with the yeah. American seasons. Like. On each international season, we've seen people that are non-binary or trans or two spirit, and like I, I just really love that the international editions have started with casting whoever they feel is just the best, and not. I myself. agree. It doesn't come with all of that. Like, it didn't take 13 seasons for any of the international editions to be more inclusive. So I, I exactly.
0: I, I, I respect. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's really cool to be able to see um, a spectrum of not only drag styles, but a spectrum of, um, of artists and each coming from their own different background. And we'll, we'll discuss a little bit about someone as they went through their own journey this episode. Um, but are you watching with the subtitles or how's your Spanish? Is it as good as mine? Which is terrible, I'm kidding.
1: Um, I, I am, I'm watching with the subtitles. I am half Hispanic, I'm half Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. and I have actually surprised myself, because like, I, so when I grew up, Spanish was, I learned Spanish before I learned English when I was growing up, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, when you start, when you start school, and all everyone around you speaks is English, it's really, really interesting right. how fast you, you they say kids learn languages the fastest, and then it's also unfortunately true that they lose them the fastest. And so like, I lost a lot of the Spanish that I was able to necessarily speak, but I've actually been sort of surprised at how well I've been able to understand and keep up uh, like without without the subtitles. I mean, they're there, but without them, I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I've had a couple of recap guests already say that the subtitles are pretty close to what they're actually saying, which is not apparently true for how Drag Race Holland was. So I'm, a, I'm glad that um, World of Wonders is doing their homework this time around yeah. because they, they can't really fuck this one up. There's too many Spanish speakers who love the show that, they'll, that they need to be good on it. Right. Well, let's dive into the episode because there's so much to talk about. Wow! A moment of silence for the Canary Islands. Drag Volcano is gone. Well, Volky. Um, did anyone ever call her Volky? Not
1: that I saw, but I mean, I was you with know, like, I It's like, what? Who's Volky? Maybe. I mean, look, maybe it just never made it on camera. They were like, <laughs> rest in peace, Volky. I mean, like,
0: Volky never spoke, so maybe that's part of the reason. Well. <laughs> Drag Vulcana was a big threat. So who would have thought that it would be the Spanish Hannah Montana that would be the one to take her down? Arancha hopes that she didn't get banned from the Canary Islands, but no matter what, Volky left a shrine to herself. Like literally, she left an earring, a star, her headpiece. But my favorite part was all the other girls being like, ooh, ah, as Arancha said, each item, like in unison, like it was a bit. It was very, very, very funny. But um, Poopy is ready to sell all the antiques online, and I say that's smart. That's a businesswoman. Honestly, I
1: mean, like my sister and fellow contestant left, of, left a piece of their time in the workroom right there. There are lots of people who are going to want that. There are lots of people who are going to be like, "This was right. It, right in the room where it happened." I'm getting me one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: So if you ever get the opportunity to walk into the workroom and compete on the drag race, what are you stealing from the set?
1: Oh my God. I am taking something that like is distinctly the workroom. Like I think I saw one of the Queens said that like, they got a piece of like the fringe from like the back (laughs) of the runway that like fell off. I'm taking something like that. Like I know contestants, there, there are queens that walk away, they're like, oh, I got some shoes, I got some makeup, I got this. I want something that's like very specifically like, no, that's Drag Race. Like, I'm taking like a I piece think, of the out from
0: Untucked. Like, <laughs> I think you should go further. You should figure out a way to take one of Rue's portraits off the walls and put it in your bag. <laughs> but just
1: like, oh, uh, well, I thank you so much. I'm going to need yeah. that.
0: That would be so funny. Oh, my God. Why has no one done that yet? That's, that, that would be iconic. Well, Carmen believes Arancha should have been the one who left. And honestly, in that performance, same. Arancha was not as good. Dragon Vulcano was a better performer. But you know what? She was just not offering anything to the show. I also just want to point out with the subtitles. Um, as the girls were leaving the table, when Inti was making a sound, the subtitle said, imitates a chicken which I do not believe was correct, but just pointing it out. That's what <laughs> the subtitle said. It's a new day, and they are still paying tribute to Drag Vulcano. The girls all walk in like Vulcano, hands in the air like a Canary Island parade, except Carmen and Dovima because they are just the mean girls. They don't want to have any fun. We love a click. We love a click. Arantxa reminds us that on Drag Race, nothing is as it seems, as anyone can be next at, now that Macarena and Drag Vulcano are gone. But we keep going back to this back and forth between Carmen and Poopy, and it really seems like they are our two big contenders of the season. They come from two different circles and approaches to drag, and you can tell that they see a threat in the, each other because they can't do what the other one does, yet they do respect what they do. How do you feel about that little rivalry?
1: I I think it's really interesting. I think it's interesting because we sort of see with the two of them, like you said, like two very different drag artists. We're seeing two very yeah. different drag artists that have, that really like for them, what they do strongest is the polar opposite of what the other does strongest. Yeah. And so like, I always say that like, there's nothing that any artist can't do but certain things will take more work than others and so like for both of them i think when they're looking at each other that's what they're seeing they're seeing oh well like that's the thing that would take the most work for me to get to and i don't know i yeah. think it's i think there's a fun in them being sort of like respecting rivals so i think there's a, yeah. there's a joy in that
0: yeah and it's and it's good tv to see the the two of them kind of go at it because yeah it, you don't you don't want it to be an easy trip to the final you want to know who your competition is and not knowing how you can take them out that's that's good TV so I'm I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying I mean, this little it's, it's, battle
1: it's the arena you know what I mean it's that idea of like mm-hmm. oh this this girl is one kingdom this girl is another kingdom like yeah who is- whose whose army's got the best way there it's a
0: victory you know exactly well the girls think it's going to be an acting challenge coming up next even though carmen thinks there's been a lot of acting going on in the workroom which <laughs> shady you're a bitch carmen you you know you've been the actress there But there's no alarm, no video, nothing, just an ola, ola, ola from Supreme Deluxe wearing a very vibrant yellow suit. Uh, So far we've had orange, we've had red, and we have yellow. Um, Did she ask Tina Burner for permission to wear those colors?
1: (laughs) I, Lindsay Lang, I love her. I think she is so charming. I think she is so- she is. And like from the promos, like you didn't really like, from the promos, you're like, okay, work. Like she's hosting the show but you didn't really get her sense of like, she's got quite a little personality on her. She,
0: yeah, she's very good.
1: And every time she walks into the workroom, I'm like, oh girl, like you, you were ready for your moment too.
0: I was like, you were waiting for this. Yeah, she she is a humble person. She's a, she's a real human. She, you, you can tell that like, if she could go out and have drinks with all of them, she would. Yeah, and she's and she's having
1: fun. Like yeah. she's hosting, she like understands the power that comes with that, but she's also enjoying herself. And that's, I love to see it. And she yeah. looked good in yellow.
0: And that yellow, I was like, mm-hmm. work. Yeah, it was a good color for her. Well, Supreme has a whistle in hand and explains they have to save their goal as a drag queen. So it takes courage and balls. Oh, what could it be? Um, the pit crew was called in carrying balls, which means football or as us yanks call it soccer um how how is your relationship with the sport of soccer
1: uh like every like like many young queer people before me i played it at one point uh i was i was actually not i wasn't terrible at soccer i wasn't terrible at soccer um i was a bad goalie i was a really bad goalie i wasn't great at like that idea of like, take the hit, block it, block yeah. take the hit, block a shot no matter what, but I was I could run, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I was like, Oh, I was I was yeah, I kept up I kept up I <laughs> obviously other things took over. I ended up yeah, uh, like
0: well. Dovima thinks this is going to be an awful challenge and all Aracha (laughs) knows about it is heterosexual screaming, uh, which you know what? Facts are facts. Um, They have to get into drag sports looks and write a profile for their drag sports star. Dugasio tells us that soccer, as you kind of alluded to, is the first attempt at please don't let my son be gay, then their personal attempt to fit in on the playground at school um i played soccer a little bit but i was not good at soccer me and running no no put me on ice i can skate put me in the water i can swim running fuck that shit i'm, I'm don't make me sweat please i can't do it um i ha- literally have no idea how much time they had to put these looks on but there was sewing involved they weren't sewing things this was not one of those like 20 minute quick drag challenges unless they took like 10 minutes or so and then Whatever on their face, but um, I the first
1: thing I noticed when I when then when they were like, Go, I was like, Oh, oh. Yeah.
0: yeah, very interesting. Um, but their bag had some goodies that they could choose from. And well, these soccer looks were um choices. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let let's go through them a little bit. Arancha is your trusty doll, ready to pretend to know everything about football, balls not included. Her look was pigtails with pom-poms and some weird like red war paint on her face. Killer queen was butch queen realness, bra out, pits not shaved. It was very rough, very campy, I would say. Um, Sagittaria always helps her drag mates with balls and looks like she could be a member of the Brazilian team with her yellow and green uh, outfit. She looked good. She looked fine. Carmen Farala doesn't care what is on her body. Her face is beat and her hair is laid and she looks incredible. Um, If you told me she actually played sports, I would believe you. Yeah.
1: That that. bitch is
0: always put together.
1: She was giving like, she was giving cheerleader. She was giving like, she was giving like tailgate cheerleader, not like official team cheerleader. She's giving like cheerleader who like pulled up to the game, waiting outside, was like, oh, I'm here. I'm always.
0: She's not waiting outside. She's waiting under the bleachers ready for to give a (laughs) blowjob. That's her. That's her. Jovima looked like she was at a 70s um, gay party trying to fit in at Pride. Um, Those rainbow pants. uh, Boot. Terrible. Awful. Um, Please never wear them again. Um, But I'm sure someone at Pride will be wearing them this year. Dugasio went for the gym teacher that you knew was a lesbian and had no shame about it. Um, uh, That was a moment you could never unsee. Inti used their own hair and blacked out a tooth and again, looks like they could have passed for being a real soccer player. Mm. And finally, Poopy went for that beer belly realness and her beat was just like a normal Poopy beat. Kidding, kidding, kidding. It was fine. It was cute. Um, so basically that's all he did. And the MVP is killer queen. Why? Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I don't know when it comes to, it seems to me, like when it comes to those challenges, it's like create a character and go for it. It's just like the more sort of ridiculous and like the more you can allow yourself to be okay with like being dumb and looking crazy, the better. And yeah, she she hit the she hit the nail on the head. She yeah. She looked really crazy. She committed to it, and I was like, "Her oh, work."
0: Yeah. Well, she will get an advantage later, but for now, let's play with some balls. Um, they take on their own version of soccer, and it's a hot mess. But they had fun, and that's all that matters. Um, everyone needs a little release in that work room. But ole ole ole, it's maxi challenge time. They will need to design their own advertising campaign to sell themselves to the world as top influencers, true triple threats. They will learn the new ways to strut on the runway like models, sing a song by the one and only RuPaul, and embrace their inner thespian as actresses. And joining the jury is Carlos Oreches, the creator of the song Mocatriz, but more on that song later. As winner of the mini-challenge, Killer Queen will get to pick her magazine, which I still don't understand why there was a magazine involved. That part still confuses me. Mm. Um, Her choices are either Nasty Girls, Glamour, Rannies, or Hookers. What a lineup. If you had the choice, which one would you have picked?
1: Uh, If I'm going safe, I'm picking Glamour. I'm like, okay, work. If I'm I'm taking the route of like, this is what I know, and it's going to take me little to no effort, Glamour. Uh, if I'm taking the route of push yourself and like allow yourself to really commit to being fucking ridiculous, I'm going the old people one. The so, like Yeah. I forget what group that was, but the old people Grannies.
0: Won. The grannies.
1: Yeah. I'm going I'm so, going grannies.
0: Because well grannies and that is exactly
1: Grannies, you don't yeah. have to be as like if your makeup's flushed oh, and grannies. Yeah, yes. It gives you permission to be a little messy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that is exactly where Killer Queen went. She'll be taking grannies and then Supreme's like, you can pick your partner. She very strangely decides, okay, I'm going to pick Um, And Poopy is like, literally, I'm a granny. Like, why didn't you pick me? Fine. And then Supreme's like, you know what? Here's more power. You can pick the other team's and what parts they get and i think all the girls are like are you fucking kidding me all she did was like not shave her pits for a challenge and she gets to pick everything good drama good drama well glamour is going to go to carmen and dovima the hookers will be Sagittarius and inti with the nasty girls being poopy and hugasio easy choices. Most of them made sense. Um, Yeah, And the girls are going to start getting ready, trying to create these characters. Um, Killer Queen already has a look ready to go. That's very old lady chic, very floral pattern, very golden girls. Um, Mm. I'm sure they were all told to bring a look for each four of these, but they had no idea why. Poopy points out to Carmen that she could have been given a challenge, but given her Keep doing glamour she's not getting a challenge she's gonna be uh, if you wanted to really push her let her be granny and Carmen's like yeah they would like to see a different side of me and maybe that's the good sabotage Killer Queen did there to really force her to not change and put her in the bottom if she's not as good but Killer Queen says she wanted to pick something for everyone that they would be okay with and Nancy says don't worry Carmen's character won't be dull and Carmen's like like your brain um, and Inti is like, Be careful with Ferala. keep your enemies close. Have you experienced anyone like Carmen Farala? Fortunately, in
1: drag, no, yeah. Back in, in theater school, probably, yeah, in theater <laughs> school, definitely, there's the like hmm, the person. overconfident,
0: beautiful one who knows they get everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, in theater school, there's definitely, like, the people who you're like, mm, I'll see you in, like, when I see you in person, in a public setting, we're good, but, like, <laughs> yeah. outside of, like, outside of, like, the two opportunities where you're passed across, you're like, stay the fuck away from me, yeah.
0: Yep, yep, we all know that person. I won't say any names. Ah! Okay, well, Killer Queen says that this week's challenge is tough, and as she is an Arancha get ready she tells her that she doesn't like the way she looks and has had a lot of insecurities about her body she goes on to say that she was an obese child and was bullied in school she says she comes from a place where the, they bully each other to survive uh once she was in the changing room for swimming and the bullies wanted to wait for her to undress and took photos with their cell phones Terrible story, but the first thing that came to mind was I thought she and I are like almost the same age. Did cell phones really exist at that time? Because I know I didn't have a cell phone in high school because that was like the early 2000s, but no matter what, what an awful experience. Yeah. I, I just, I can't even imagine. I don't know how or why kids have to be that way.
1: I, I just think it's like, it's awful. It's, it's never is never a good thing i just know that like i think that the sort of unanimous thing that like i've seen in instances where people are unkind it's like especially in the age of like high school like because i've yeah. always found that, like early high school is also when a lot of that happens and it's that right. like it's just that age where you're like you'll do anything for somebody to not notice what's going on with you first even if it means right. like even if it means like you feel this way about this. So you're going to make sure that they notice that about someone else before somebody like, absolutely freaked out you.
0: Yeah. Well, she goes on to tell us that she would pretend to be sick just to avoid going to school, but her mother told her to smile. And what goes in one ear goes out the other, love yourself and focus on you. She tells us drag makes her feel good. She wants people to know that if they are going through this, that, she is going to help them feel empowered to get through because life is beautiful and it's not worth letting a few morons screw up your life. And you know what? That's, that's, that's good, good, good advice. I appreciate that. Yeah. So while all this is happening, I'm like, Oh my God, is killer queen going home this week? Because usually the, we get that kind of backstory on the goodbye episode. And then I was like, wait, or maybe this is a winner's edit that we're getting it right now. Either way, it was a weird moment, but I'm a little confused. Meanwhile, Sagittarius is like, how long have they been talking because they need to do something or they're going to go home. Shady. So they're having a personal conversation. You're like, getting makeup. Bitch. <laughs> there was a big announcement, though, in the workroom. We have to talk about it. Carmen is retiring from the anti-ugly brigade. The alliance of mean girls lasted one full episode. She says there was no difference between ugly and pretty and world peace. And Poopy is like, she's still the prettiest though. She's always going to be part of the anti-ugly brigade. That's sticking around. Do you think the anti-ugly brigade is sticking around? Um. You got a ghost in your room. I know. I was like, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, time will tell. I'm like, once an uh, anti-uglier, always an anti-uglier. I'm like, we'll see, we'll see where this goes. We'll see. Yeah. We are going to start shooting with Supreme Deluxe. Um, Arancha and Killer Queen are already in character as they head toward the green screen. Um, Killer Queen has put on this voice that sounds like she's just grunting. Um, I didn't really understand it. Like actually understand it or understand the choice? It was just weird um and then supreme's like give me more arthritis and honestly i was triggered because i'm dealing with arthritis on my, by myself also and i was like arthritis sucks it hurts but it that's what happens to old people like me <laughs> but they were in character the entire time but neither of them really had an old person beat they didn't like do like that stage makeup to make themselves look old
1: Yeah, I, I, I love the strategy of like hit the set in character. I think like we've seen that in Drag Race history where it's like hit the set in character. You're there, you're in it, and like I think it allows you to explore and have more fun. I think with old, sometimes though, it's like the look or the makeup have to really contribute to the story you're trying to tell. Right. otherwise you're just young in baggy clothes a gray wig probably just sort of making noise remember,
0: remember that season 10 runway? <laughs> choices Carmen and Dovima look stunning and this is just so easy for both of them like this is their strength and there is no challenge for anything they have to do here um, and it could easily backfire yeah, They don't know what else to do, so they just go on the floor, and then the lesbian fantasies are in full force. Where's Dovima's reputation? She doesn't have one. It's destroyed, annihilated, and exterminated. Um, is it easy just to be like, I don't know what to do, let's just make out? Is that, is that the go-to for pretty people?
1: Uh, when I find a pretty person, I'll ask. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. They, they were good. I, I was like, they They looked like they were giving glamour their choices oh, absolutely me, their choices to me, I was like, okay, an interesting place to take glamour, especially for like the yeah. photo for the photo element of it, but like exactly. I don't know glamor to me wasn't necessarily like hit the ground and like make out other,
0: but like yeah. okay. Hugasio and Poopy are the nasty girls, and I don't quite understand their concept. Hugasio is like blue haired punk, and Poopy looks like she's an undercover cop trying to fit in high school with a bunch of Gen Zers. I don't know what was happening.
1: That might be like for Poopy's character, though, like for who she is, like that might be it. Like that might be her, like, nasty. Girl. It was giving like very drag, like 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Like... Right.
0: It, was, it was so weird. But I was like, this is funny, though. This is why she's such good television. Because yeah. she just is like, I don't fucking care. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> um, they are both in character of sorts, but it's not really reaching anything. So what do they decide to do? They kiss. They also decide to kiss. And I'm like, is this just a Spanish thing? I don't, I was, yeah, I don't know. I was
1: like, I just feel like whenever anyone was like unsure of where to go, they were like,
0: make out. Sexual? Yeah, Yeah, very strange. Then we get the hookers. Um, Well, Sagittarius is very good at this. Uh, She's got that attitude down pat. Um, They both are very good at showing their cooch. Um, And guess what? more kissing more kissing um once they're done finished they both remain in character and simulate blowies on supreme and the photographer which was clearly turning the photographer on because he had to put his camera in front of his crotch bold Uh.
1: bold choices i was like work and honestly Their poses, their choices, they were just like straight out the gate, strong decisions. And I was like, we love it.
0: They're like, give me the money. I'm ready for it. And now they're going to start, quote unquote, singing with Supreme. They will be lip syncing to Mother Herself, RuPaul, the catch. They have to do it on a treadmill. Have you ever had to do high speed lip syncing?
1: Yes. Yes, actually. Yeah. I I kind of love the idea of that song on a treadmill. I was like, from a filming perspective, I was like, this is kind of genius. I was like, yeah. song, you're moving at the rate that that song moves. And I was like, yeah. okay, work? I was like, I mean, fuck that like, it's
0: so <laughs> hard, but like fun to watch. Absolutely. I mean, as Jovima says, this show is determined to fuck up Queen's lives. But as you, as, as you alluded to, the song is Cha-Cha Bitch. And honestly, when was the last time anyone listened to that song? When they did that. <laughs> exactly. But aside from the la- when it was on, like, what, probably two or three season of Drag Race? Um, I don't think I've heard Cha-Cha Bitch in forever. But it's fun. It's a really fun song. Dovima is doing well, but you can tell she was very afraid of falling off. Um, Carmen is running. Her top is literally falling off. She did fall, and I was actually a little nervous because I thought that weave was going into that treadmill. I thought I was going to get caught in the track, um, which would have been <laughs> terrifying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I liked, I liked seeing how they committed to it. A lot of yeah. them like, if I fall, fall, be damned. They were like, let's yeah. go.
0: Killer Queen is losing the flower in her hair as she does the sign of the cross, which I thought was very good in character. Mm -hmm. Arancha is holding on for dear life. Okay, fine. Good character. Hugasio looks like um, a badass until she doesn't because she literally fell. Um, Poopy is giving you insanity, but nothing is new here. Um, I thought she was going to have a heart attack when the pit crew member just started slapping her ass because maybe she hasn't gotten it in a while i don't know i i don't know how the um old folks get it nowadays but um she was enjoying that moment and she's just so playful yeah i mean that's what was so cool
1: she's like this she's quick she's playful and she's very good with the flow and so like i yeah it was fun to see that
0: inti is giving you nothing literally nothing she's not doing anything um and sagittaria is good at sucking dick on the run we learn. That's her, uh, her, her little thing. And now, to finalize the triple threat it's acting with, Supreme. Hugasio, and Poopy are in a scene called The Wax From Hell. And oh boy, improv is hard. How are you with improv? I think I'll be pretty good at it. I
1: mean, theater school had to have taught me something, right? Like.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so their scene is about a waxing lady who likes pain choices um hugasio is going to go over the top um but i feel like that goes into her wheelhouse and for some reason i feel like she's into that kind of thing
1: yeah i mean like she (laughs) she has such an energy that's so like she got an eclectic energy to her yeah she has an energy to her that like i think yeah when they give her that i think she can like
0: She can go to weird places, you know? She sure can. Um, Just please remind me to never get a Brazilian from a Spaniard. uh, Because that just does not look like fun. I would avoid that. The grannies are going to be in a scene where they're going to go to a disco with her boyfriends. Who then go to the bar. And then the grannies are going to profess their love for one another. Um... The sounds that are coming out of Killer Queen's mouth makes me very uncomfortable still because they were just noises. But we'll see what their final product is later because it's the hookers and they are in a scene where uh, they're an an erotic hotline operator who answers a call from a client and then has to answer a call from their mother who is also a hooker who is only calling about a recipe. I'm going to say it now. This was a very layered scene. There were a lot more elements to this one compared to the others, but it's not unworkable. If you're no, you, if you have acting in you, you you should be able to make this one work. Yeah, Inti is not confident as the actress, and it shows. And I'm not sure why she took on the central role here. Um, like, it's not even bad acting; it's just it's bad, bad acting. Yeah, and Sagittarius like you need to get me into the scene, bitch! Like. I turn. And then we finally have Carmen and Dovey who are here and their scene is they're talking about their amazing new boyfriend until they find out it's the same guy, which I feel like is just an average Friday for gay men. (laughs) Yeah, I went there. Um, I want someone to buy me a teddy bear. Those teddy bears were so cute. They were.
1: I was like, I... I always love watching the acting challenges on Drag Race because there is always an element of like who's gonna do well, who's not, and what insane yeah. random props are there's gonna be lying around that they're yeah. like
0: Here those you go. bears were definitely um, leftovers from like a CVS for Valentine's Day that no one ever bought. You know, the giant Absolutely. bears that they have on the top shelf. Yeah, those are them. But Dovima is not an actress, she literally just said words that had nothing to do with anything about the scene. Um, and Supreme's like, okay, and shocker, the scene ends with a kiss. Shocker. Don't know what to do. Nope. <laughs> we completely skip over the Elimination Day part of the episode. I don't think we've ever skipped that part in Drag Race history. And I'm going to mm. say, the pacing felt very weird not having that. Like, cause that's always where those mirror talk happens. I know we had an earlier mirror talk. Perhaps that was playing around with timing and that happened in this segment. I don't know, but, um, it felt weird not having the elimination day segment.
1: Yeah. It felt weird not having the, like another day, someone's going home. What are we talking about today?
0: And obviously, it's because there was a lot to do on the runway and post-runway. So I understand why we may, this would be the sacrifice, but let's get to the runway. Supreme Deluxe looks like a warrior princess in whatever that costume was. Um, I thought it was pretty cool to see her do something like that. Mm. I've come to understand she is a gray hair queen. She likes the gray. She's not going to change, so I'm going to stop asking her to stop wearing gray. I don't love it, but you do you, Supreme. How did you feel about Supreme's look?
1: I, I, I liked it. I thought it was really, I I love things that like, if I see something that I wouldn't have thought to do or wouldn't have even thought of, I love it. I'm like, okay, even if I wouldn't wear it myself, I'm like work, creativity, I'm living for it. I know the gray thing at first, I was like the first week I was like, oh, okay, she has this gray wig. And then the second week I was like, oh wait, like this is like her, this is the color that she sort of like has identified with. It's like this is like the color that she's like, this is what I wear. Where like yeah. Rue is like where Rue is like blondes and maybe like a strawberry blonde here or there. Like yeah. she was like yeah it just ages breath.
0: her a little bit it, it it ages her a little bit and because her skin's a little paler it does wash her out and that's why i wish she would do a little more color but you know what that co- costume looks really cool and that's all that mattered yeah the jury this week we got ambrosi called locking and they are joined by carlos Reyes, who is a spanish actor singer and comedian and just a wild wild man who looked like he could come out of a porno um but he is one half of Ojete Calor, which is a music duo. Are you familiar with Carlos? Have you heard of him before?
1: I had not prior to the episode, which was really, really interesting. I was like, okay, work.
0: I love learning and meeting new people. So this this is what's exciting for me about the international seasons is I'm not just learning about international drag. I'm learning about cultures. And, and what other cultures have to bring. And it's not, everything's not about America. It's so fun. It's really fun also to look at like who
1: the guest judges are on these seasons. Yeah. Did you like, you see them and you like, you see how the contestants react to them and you're like, oh yeah. wait, like, this person's like a big deal there. Let me go check them out. Yeah.
0: Just like, I mean, I'm sure no one on um, All-Star 6 is going to know who, like, Tina Knowles is. Like, who the hell is she? Right. <laughs> Joking, I'm kidding, people. Everyone knows who Tina Knowles is. Come on. We are going to discuss the final products before we go into the runways. That way, we conclude the judges' critique when we do the runways. So let's talk about the grannies first. Um Again, I don't know if it was lost in translation. I'm not sure what the magazine had to do with the whole full package here, but we see them pose and everything. I think Killer Queen went old lady, but Arancha really needed to adopt some sort of voice to really nail um, not only Killer Queen's energy, but also just the characterization. Mm -hmm. But even with subtitles on, their scene was just almost unintelligible. I have no idea what they said
1: yeah i yeah it was that thing it was like committed to a choice i don't know mm-hmm. that i would have made the same choice but like kudos on the commitment kudos on that right.
0: and when they got to the part where they had to stay and then we, we, we they had the back pain and everything i think they could have pushed it even further made it even funnier um because it it, it was really the first time things got funny for their scene um mm-hmm. The mints, I wish were just, was just a pill bottle because that would have been funny Her just downing um, a bunch of pills. I know it's not right and no one should ever do that, but for comedy's sake in this challenge would have been funny. Um, but overall I was just confused and I was really terrified when we were going to lose Killer Queen this week. I really like her. Um, but yeah. this scene was bad. It was not good. The only thing that was good was that death. The death was funny.
1: Yeah, it was... It was, uh, yeah, it was like,
0: it was like, okay. It it was a little triggering for me because I feel like when I finally get to profess my love for somebody who I love dearly, it will probably be on my deathbed, but it's fine, it's okay. (laughs) The glamour triple threat package. um, They both looked sensational. They nailed the part. Um, And again, their scene was about two pretty people whining that they have boyfriends. They whined because they're pretty and have a lover. Happy Pride. I think their scene needed a lot more depth aside from screaming Javi, Javi, which is all they did the latter half of it. Um, I think Carmen did bring a few more levels of emotion, but as far as an improv scene from going from start to finish, the kiss came out of nowhere and I really wish they just didn't rely on that.
1: Yeah, it was one of those things that was like, I mean, like I said, they... They looked glamor. It was one of those things that was like, we knew when they were in that group, it wasn't necessarily like a super stretch or a reach for either of them. And right. so then like with also being like, okay, glamor, I love yeah. her. It's
0: like, okay. Yeah. Nasty girl, triple threat package. I still do not get the connection between the two of them, but you know what? Hugacio went full weird and Poopy was very much a prop in the scene and she played it so well because you could easily have allowed Hugasu to take full attention but being used the way poopy did it was very very funny um, she, has,
1: she has quite a control over like how yeah. she she's quite good at that I will say like in there are Queens and dragger's history and these acting challenges that like even under the context of, in, even under the context of like oh this is so ridiculous like how is anyone gonna like really sort of like it feels crazy to say like ground themselves or like find mm-hmm. something to latch on to in that. And she's quite good at that.
0: Yeah. Um, Hugacio, my favorite moment of hers was the deadpan. I killed her very funny. Just so deadpan. Um, it was silly. It made no sense, but you know what, Nadia, this can be funny sometimes. And yeah. finally the hookers, um, Auntie is just not an actress does not work on a drag race. Um, needed to be much sharper with turning from the the hooker boyfriend and the mother Sagittarius Mm -hmm. didn't really need to do much but talk fast because that was funny and inti was just off so Sagittarius automatically looked good
1: yeah it made Um, it made her shine like yeah
0: and then when they got to the cat fight about the dad i don't know how their dad ended up being the the client it was weird um, but it happened. Runway time. Category is My Roots. And in honor, we are going to play DNA or Go Away. All right. First up is Poopy Poison. Hair by Inigo Sabata. Studio. Look by Carl Pina. She is representing Chal- uh, Chalupa Chal- uh, Chulapas from Madrid. Essentially, this means a Madrid girl in a traditional dress. She has a strawberry tree on her head because why not? Um, this look is a borderline miss for me because it straddles that weird line of fashion and camp, and it's all because of that stuffed bear. I needed her to either go full camp and make everything weird and gimmicky, or get rid of the bear, or make the bear like a fashion bear.
1: Yeah, the look. But, I'm um, like,
0: you go ahead. The dress
1: is kind of pretty. Like I, it is. It's The dress, dress on her, to see her in that dress, I'm like, okay, the headpiece and like, you know what it is? It's the, it's the fact that it's a foam wig into that for me, that I yeah. was like, it needed to either be like a wig with the tree and the bear made out of a different, like almost like, okay, it's a wig and then like a headpiece. Yeah, kind of like
0: what Lemon did um, with their lemon tree on Canada's Drag Race.
1: Yeah, yeah, Because, like, we've seen, like, tree hair moment Mm -hmm. on Drag Race before, and I guess she wanted it to match the dress because I think the feathers on the dress are gorgeous. That sort of, like, stripe in the middle with the black on the sides, like, gives that illusion of, like, it's playing into the illusion of the shape the Mm -hmm. tool at the bottom flaring flares nicely like her shoes are not visible so it's hitting the right length great love that yeah it's just for me it's like it's like here up for me that i'm like something about it just needed to be like Mm tweaked. and then it's weird because like for her i'm like she looks gorgeous but like still could have been
0: changed i agree Poopy is a weirdo. That's what we got here and it's just not necessarily fully cohesive but Anna Locking calls the wig amazing. Carlos calls it look subtly yet elegant. I'm going to give it a DNA because I like it compared to some of the other things we've seen her in. So for me I'll give it a DNA. What well, it was DNA or which one? Or go away.
1: DNA. DNA. I agree. The
0: audience, the audience was 50% DNA, 50% go away. So very, very mixed here. Runways right. are
1: always hard. For runways. runways. I'm like, okay, are we judging the runways based on like, cause I feel like you have to assess each person's runway. Absolutely. To what they brought each week. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Which is brings us to our next, next contestant who likes to compare herself to everyone else. It is Inti. Uh, The look is by Monsieur Provocateur, raised by Luis Nnamda Nyang Atanga. She is paying homage to her heritage of Bolivia with a carnival dress. It's traditional, and as she has spoken about before, her drag aesthetic is futuristic indigenous, and that is what she is serving. I think there is a lot going on, and yet it still has the basics of a traditional look. I think Inti has a very narrow perspective of what growth is in general and I think she could easily have grown as a drag artist with this look while still doing a drag beat and that is what I'm missing here I think the heels are super cool we've definitely seen them before but they just weren't going with the rest of the look I
1: thought yeah I thought she looked I mean the colors the headpiece the cape it's It's also, it's gorgeous. She looks gorgeous. The shoes, for me, the problem for me is, like, the headpiece feels so gorgeous. The makeup feels so gorgeous. The cape feels so gorgeous and, like, true to that culture that she's repping. The dress also gives that. The cut of the dress with those shoes is giving me, like a different energy than the rest of it the story is different the dress the cut of the dress dress and the shoes on a drag race catwalk or on drag race runway is giving me like club going to the club Mm -hmm. going to the gig where the cape the makeup and this gorgeous gorgeous headpiece are giving me like met the brief
0: right Well, Calvo says that it's hard to improvise, but she had a problem owning the stage, and she lacked confidence and energy on the runway. Inti explains the outfit was from Brazilian carnival that is used to scare away settlers and survive colonization. And Anna loved how she used her indigenous heritage in a beautiful way, but with all the beauty in the cape and the headpiece and the hat, with the theme of the outfit, the shoes fell short. It's Alexander McQueen, but looks like a white patent boot and is not at the same standard as the other pieces. She wishes it was more elaborate. Inti then speaks up and says that some people seem to do too much and to her that's normal and suddenly she's not doing enough and if she had done more, it would have been too much. Anna says that it speaks to her heritage, but she wishes she took it further. And then Javi Ambrosi says that opinions are opinions. You take what's helpful, leave what's not. They're only here to help excellent advice it's something that all drag queens on this show need to listen to and understand the judge are going to tell you things take what you want take what you don't want but they're here they are getting paid to do their job it was very uncomfortable to watch this interaction because no matter what anyone was going to say to her inti had made up her mind yeah and it sucks because this is such a true to you runway. This is your heritage. This is your roots. This is what you believe is what makes you the drag artist you are. But that's what you signed up for. You have to be able to get the critique and understand what's not working from an outsider's perspective. Yeah. Aside from the boots, I think this on, was a great look.
1: Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And like, I don't know. I just think that like drag is drag can be a deeply personal thing. Yeah. And when you feel very connected to a look or a performance or something as any art, it can be hard sometimes I think to hear yeah. feedback about that that you don't necessarily like align with or agree with. Because I right. think that like It wasn't as though the judges were saying like, oh, this isn't put together. This isn't beautiful. This isn't this. She looks incredible. She looks Mm -hmm. incredible.
0: Literally, it's change your shoes.
1: That's it. Yeah. For for one person, it was, a. I could have done with a different shoe thing. And I just think that like, I feel like that's what it was. I feel like it was a, she's got a level of like, she's invested in it. And and she just, in that moment, she couldn't hear it.
0: And that's, And for me, no matter what, shoes aside, I'm still gonna give this a DNA. I think it's it's a powerful look. It's a beautiful look.
1: 100%, I get a story from it. The colors are absolutely stunning. And I think she like, it's a smash, yeah.
0: The audience was 83% DNA, 17% go away. Next up, Arancha Castilla Mancha, look by Kiwina Stoy, cheese by Cosmic Lungs, hair by Arancha. I love manchego cheese. It's one of my top five favorite cheeses in the world. Um, So part of me is like, okay, cool, this is a camp look. But once she throws that cheese away, you're left desiring so much more. Um, Sure, the ham is cute to represent her real home, but her fashion is lacking. She is literally wearing a pair of panties under that see-through look. No. You're just shaking your head. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad.
1: No, no, no 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 i get like you want to you want to do it you want to like be referential you want to be camp like come on come on this is like this might as well be the two cardboard things with the string between like come on like (laughs) yeah and like i look i do not like to say that like anything anyone has worked on, especially as a drag artist, is like meaningless or not. Like, I just think that like on the global stage, there was a way to do this bigger. There was a way to do this more complete than just sort of like, it just feels like she had the idea and she went with her first iteration of it.
0: Arancha's fashion is lacking. We, it, it's no secret here. I almost wonder if she didn't throw away the cheese if that would have been a better look. Because it, it would have been at least full camp.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that's like, look, not everybody's going to be someone that like kills it on the runway and not everybody's going to be like, the look is not always the most important to everybody. Right. Nor does everyone need to be a glamazon, but like, give us give us like your best swing at like the story you're trying to tell
0: exactly anna says that she needs to pay a little more attention to her looks Carlos says that being a drag queen you have to have attitude and throwing them at chigo was attitude because it, we have to go with it as a reveal and that second look happened i have to give it a go away this was just not good
1: yeah it's a no for me it's a go away it's no
0: the audience was 19 percent dna 81 percent go away so Oranja, throw it out Next up, Hugasio Crujente. Look by Parodi Paradise and Visori Fashion Art. Wow, this was super experimental, and, and yet again, Hugasio is a walking piece of art. I think their this explanation in confessional beautiful. is huge to understand the concept, but overall, it's a smart one. This is beautiful. I yeah, Hugasio oh, Crujente.
1: It's so good. Yeah, like beautiful 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 and then like using
0: the non-binary flag colors was a very nice touch again the challenge is my roots it's not necessarily exactly where you're from but it's who you are and that is a huge part of who hugasio is so using those colors excellent idea
1: yeah i mean just absolutely stunning like tying in those colors to yeah wow wow wow
0: i and the burning heart was so cool
1: yeah, like, it's just awesome. It's so, there's so many elements that you just want to keep looking at. It's so dynamic yeah. to look at, and the colors go well, the colors go so gorgeously together. The shape, the silhouette, the, like, uniqueness of it all. I just, yeah, wow.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is what's exciting about Hugasio is, is because we haven't really seen this kind of drag artist on any of the Drag Race shows. Um, even someone like Chelsea Boy, still gave us feminine drag hugasio is not going to do that hugasio is going to give you hugasio's version of drag and it's still valid and it's very good yeah,
1: um i want to see like yeah go ahead. i want to see like hugasio and like sasha Valora collaborate i think it would be yeah. like
0: so good absolutely Calvo was surprised at how funny she was. Anna is fascinated by her artistic aesthetic, but the look is a bit of everything and a nothing at the same time and is confusing. I think it's great. I'm giving it a DNA.
1: Yeah, it's a DNA for me. I get like, look, I mean, Anna is of like the fashion world and like of a yep. fashion world, there are certain like, there are certain rules that like the fashion world likes to follow and there are certain things that like, the fashion world in some ways doesn't exist in a box. And there's very much a box that like people exist within and like don't at the same time. And I think that Hugasio, Hugasio is giving us, I don't think Hugasio is necessarily giving us like fashion. I think Hugasio is giving us art that is beautiful to look at
0: through. Absolutely.
1: Through like the practice of fashion and that it's on their body. And I think that that I I yeah on Drag Race and like staying true to their artistic perspective and to meet the your roots, smash.
0: Yep. DNA audience. Yeah, audience. Eighty three percent DNA, seventeen percent go away. They loved it. Next up, Dovey Normie. No designers listed. She is going with the story of Saint George of Catalonia. So obviously, all Americans are like, oh my god, Joan of Arc. But no, no, this is not Joan of Arc. I think this is how you do fashion. Like the cut of that gown is sensational. The stoning is exceptional. That armor is beautiful. But that beat, oh my God. We we I I've, I've not seen her more beautiful. Because it is a little more yeah. experimental in the eye. I, I really, really love what she did here.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is this is stun. This is beautiful. This is really gorgeous.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's. It fits her really, really well. But Calvo said that she needs to improve. She has improved from week one, but she needs to improve her walk on the runway. And Carlos says her looks. She looks spectacular, but needs a little more edge. You can learn to walk. You can yeah. learn to wear a look, and that's where Dovima needs some improvement. I agree, because she's she doesn't captivate you. While she moves, when she stands still, yeah, the look is incredible. Um, but I, I think this was such a killer look.
1: Yeah, this is gorgeous. I mean, I think like what the judges are saying speaks to I think like you always want to be wearing the garment. You'd ever want the garment to be wearing you. Exactly. And I think that like, I think with her it's a confidence thing.
0: Like absolutely,
1: I think it's a confidence thing, and I think it's like I think when she got on the show, she was feeling the effects of like where she's from being the biggest fish and now you're a big fish in the ocean with a bunch of other big fishes
0: yeah absolutely
1: yeah it's just she needs to when she realizes that she just has to do her and like left right don't matter it's just like forward motion
0: yeah yeah i will give this a dna i think it's beautiful agreed dna Audience, 92% DNA, 8% go away. Next up, Carmen Ferrara. look by Carmen. Um, I think we've held Carmen at such a high standard that this just wasn't as strong as her other looks. But she's being a lynx, and she still kind of looks kind like of foxy. Uh, I think it's stone for the gods. I think she could have pushed the makeup a little bit further and got a little more cat-like in the face. Um, maybe played with the hair because we've seen her do straight human hair a lot already. But again, she is someone like put her on a cover of a magazine. She's going to sell you that magazine. She's incredibly beautiful.
1: I mean, the runway is really where she like, you can tell she like has the most fun there. She likes beauty. It's an important part of who she is. And that's, you know, that's valid. That is, I would have loved to see, I think with something like this, like a different, hair, yeah. something a little like fuller. I would have loved to mm-hmm. see maybe.
0: Um, yeah. But I mean, she's never not going to look gorgeous. It's true. It is true. Even as a granny, I'm sure she would have looked gorgeous.
1: Which like, I mean, I don't know, like from, a, from an assessing perspective, I don't know if that's fair because like gorgeous is gorgeous, but like did you really fully sort of meet the
0: brief? Right, right. Ambrosia says the judges want to see a different side of her, and it's time to pull something out of the hat. Carmen explains that the lynx is from Seville, and it is an endangered species, and has special meaning for her as her die- dad died 18 months prior, and they scattered his ashes at the zoo where the lynx are. Could this be winner's edit? It's very. It's, she's, she's definitely getting that push here, um, but I really do think this is again not the best, but it's still good, and I'll give it a DNA.
1: Yeah, it's a DNA because it fits properly and is gorgeous and she looks good. But I'm like, I want to see her. Yeah, I want to see her like, I want to see her be uncomfortable with how she looks on the runway. Like, I want to see her do something that like is still great, but she's not 100% sure of.
0: Yeah. Audience, 75% DNA, 25% go away. Yeah. Next up, Sagittaria. Look by Javi Navas Catalan. Hair by Rumen Marmol. This was incredible. She is literally dripping in crema Catala- catalana. This is fashion with just a hint of camp to make this a full drag look. Her mug is perfection. That hair is truly Linda Evangelista realness. I just can't get enough of this look. She's a good one. She's a good one on that runway.
1: She is. She knows her body well, and mm-hmm. she she's another one on the runway. I think this season that like when that name is called and she turns that corner, she knows what she she knows she's confident in what she's coming with, and I yeah, I respect that. I respect that I, a lot.
0: I agree. I she she really nailed this one for me. Carlos loved the Russian accent, which wasn't a Russian accent. Calvo thought she was excellent in the challenge and Anna says that it's all about elevating a concept to high fashion and she did that. For me, blown away. Best look of the week, DNA.
1: Yeah, agreed. DNA. DNA. Definitely, DNA. I, don't, I don't know. Jugasios is going to be hard to beat for me. Sure. On the runway just because I'm like... I think that is wild but, but Sagittarius looks incredible. It's a great... Yeah. It's a.
0: The audience, 97% DNA, 3% go away, and best believe I already yelled at the person who voted no on this one. (laughs) I was like, literally immediately texted them. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They haven't seen the show yet. I was like, I don't care, it's still beautiful. And finally, Killer Queen, wig by Ruben Cross prosthetics by Sebastian Guima. Um, She is paying homage to the Chulapa from Madrid, but is going full camp as a cat. There are a lot of elements once you add that rainbow flag that says, who cares, in the back. Um, I don't mind that she has combined the two ideas because the rose prop at the start did tie into the reveal. But there is a lot going on. There is a lot to take in. And storytelling is a bit mixed here.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. It feels a little like... I want this, and I want this, and I want this, and I want this, yeah. and I was
0: like. Her, her and Poopy really did fall into the same trap where they're like, let's do it all. Yeah. Ambrosi like, says. Do- like, yeah. Ambrose. All- okay, go ahead.
1: The makeup is beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's, oh, it's gorgeous. The makeup is so good.
1: The makeup is, yeah, you know what it is? Is all of the elements like independently are so gorgeous and so good. It's just a little like, it was like the take one thing off
0: before you go out. Exactly. There. Exactly. Ambrose says they both brought their individuality in the challenge, but doesn't know Killer Queen's aesthetic yet. Anna wishes she has an identity, but appreciates she can be versatile. She feels like the outfit that the front didn't go at the back. It's really funny that they want her to not be versatile, And yet they send home Drive Volcano for not being versatile enough. What do you want, people? So confusing. So confusing. I feel like I'm going to give this a DNA because I gave Poopy a DNA. Yeah. And again, like I said, it's the same situation. So I will give her a DNA.
1: Agreed. DNA.
0: The audience went 50% DNA, 50% go away. Literally the same exact thing that Poopy got. So they both went for the same references and got the same result. Yeah. So Supreme's going to say some things. Supreme is going to call Killer Queen, Arancha, Carmen, and Hugasu to step forward. They're safe. What? What? How do you feel about those four being the safe queens of the week? There were people in there <laughs> that I was.
1: Sure. There are people in there that I was sure were going to be different. But I'm like, okay, I was like, okay, it's, was like, yeah, it's, it's so
0: interesting how judging works on this show because it changes every time, week to week what holds more importance. Based on yeah. what happens, this cha- this week's challenge was all about the maxi challenge, and the runway held no weight. Yeah. Which is fascinating. Because for me, Arancha and Killer Queen easily could have been the bottom two. Arancha should have been the bottom for that runway. I, I, I agree. Um, so even putting her safe was shocking to me. But things are gonna take a little bit of a turn because the music is not the music we get that goes into Untucked Junior. No, 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 no. We hear a voiceover from Sagittarius saying, you have what it takes. We cut to Poopy in confessional laying out that they don't know who the tops or bottoms are yet, but Inti is taking everything off and she is not lip syncing. We then go inside the workroom. Inti is literally getting out of drag and telling them she's not doing it. It takes everyone by surprise and the Save queens are like, what happened? And Inti is not telling them anything. Inti then goes to the confessional and says it's not fair to lip sync. We get back in the workroom and she says she doesn't lip sync. She's already messed up. What happens? She gives 100%, but the judges don't see it. She says to save herself from what is going to happen, she's done. She's leaving. I, when I saw this preview from the week before, I, I was like, it's either Dovimo or it's going to be Inti. Just based on the things we've learned so far, I knew one of those queens was going to be the one to quit how did this make you feel as a drag artist
1: it's really really hard because for me if you know that you don't agree with something or you don't feel like you if you if you feel like that's not that's not me that's not part of that I'm not And I think it's so hard, it's so hard. It goes back to what we were talking about when we were discussing Indy's runway. It's that idea of like, I don't know. I've never been on Drag Race. I just know that from going on almost two years of being a drag artist, you are deeply connected to the work that you do and you're deeply connected and passionate about what you do. And it can be very hard to hear certain things and certain environments like drag race I'm sure are also very very stressful and I just think that from an audience perspective and as a drag artist myself I wish that she hadn't
0: yeah
1: um but if that's what she feels was necessary though I wouldn't do it I respect her choice if that makes sense
0: Absolutely. Hugasio tells us in Confessional that Inti had told them already that if she had to live sync, she wasn't going to do it, as she thinks she's been judged unfairly. Inti says that they don't see their humor, makeup, skills, body, story, nothing. DuVima explains that she's already had demons, fears, and insecurities, that when she gets any kind of critique, she feels trapped. And I think that definitely goes into... Inti being a young person who is going through this moment of discovering that they are a trans person. Yeah. And being told certain things doesn't necessarily help the mindset of figuring out who you are. Because you have yeah. to do that work before anyone can tell them, tell you who you are. Supreme. Comes backstage for a drag race first, and we never had the host come backstage during a moment like this. Um, We had Michelle do it with door, but not room. Supreme tries to talk to Inti, but this leads to nothing and must be so uncomfortable for the other competitors. Um, Like, I would have been like, I don't want to be here, please let me go away. Inti tells Supreme to her face that she just doesn't want to do the lip sync. She doesn't feel like doing it. Supreme explains it's a competition and everyone is critiqued in the same way, but Inti says it's been three weeks and Supreme's like, we told Davima something this week. Drag Volcano, who must be livid watching this all unfold, is left after a great performance. She reminds Inti that everyone will leave except the winner. Supreme starts to get a little angry and says you accept the rules of the competition to be judged every week And and Inti is like, I'm in my boy clothes, I took off my makeup, I'm going. In a kind of heated yet kind of cold moment, Supreme says good luck, Inti. Ladies, we're going to continue. It's so interesting to see the wall come down of Supreme because like you said earlier, she's so lovable. She's a likable person. She's so warm. But when the real shit happens and you're going to fuck up her competition, she's not going to take it lying down.
1: I mean, yeah, it's It's hard because, like, she's been, I mean, she's put in a situation now where, like, I mean, I don't want to say Rue's had this happen to her now before, but, like, we've seen our fair share of competitors walk off of American Drag Race. Like, and when Ben De La Creme did it on All Stars, Rue was like, Bye. Rue was like, what the, what the, like yeah. when a door, did, when a door did it, Rue was like, wait, 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 hold on, girl. Hold on. Let's take a breath. But like, it's hard. It's really hard. Cause you got, that's a, that's a tough position to be in. She's got all of the competitors watching her Supreme being like, okay, how is she going to handle this? What is she going to do? She's yeah. got Indy standing there being like, well, y'all don't see me this or that. And like, she can't like, she can't turn around and be like, look, girl, you're gorgeous. You're this, you're that. Like yeah, it was one note, take it, suck it up, get your ass on stage. But she also can't be like, bye bitch. Like, and right. so it's one of those things. Like, I think she did what she had to do of like, look, you knew what you were getting into. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. This is the game. I think you should keep playing it. Yeah. I can't make it.
0: Well, we're back to the main stage. Supreme tells the cast that Inti has left the competition for her own reasons, and they have to respect that. She thanks them for being in the competition and accepting the rules and the format. The positive is the winner of the week. It's Sagittaria. Poopy is a top. Dovima is a bottom. How do you feel about this?
1: <laughs> I, I, I thought when Sagittarius started in her group and she had all those dynamic poses and made all those strong choices, I was like, they're gonna like this. She came out the yeah. gate like with energy and was like, "Fuck it, let's go." And I think that. And then after that runway look.
0: Yeah. Right. So that's what I think won her the week was the runway. But again, with the bottom two, it would have been the performance. So I'm all confused about this week's judging. Um, I of the two of them, I probably based on performance would have given it to Poopy over Sagittarius. Even though for me, Sagittarius look was exceptional. Um, But even Dovima being in the bottom just didn't make sense after the runway. This episode just felt so strange. Yeah. But to keep the spirit of the show, they are going to make Dovima lip sync. She's going to be their private dancer. And I was like, go call sister, sister. She had a lip sync on her own when Jenny Lemon walked off. Let the two of them do something together. But the song is Mocha Tris by Ojete Calor, a.k.a. Carlos. Um, it's a fun song. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, and I, I liked that Dovima was like, all right, let, let's do it. Let's do it.
0: This, Yeah, so this, I think, is an incredibly important performance for Dovima because she loosened up because there were no stakes here. She knew she was safe. Um, and this was allowing her to showcase her ability to lip sync and be a contender despite being in the bottom twice. I appreciate this from her and I think the judges are going to be giving her a little bit more slack now because she did something that no drag queen should have to do on Drag Race. She lip synced alone. Um, I know we did that in season 13 at the end because that was Rue being fucking stupid, but that's a different story. Um, But I think this was a really, really strong showing for Dovima. Even if Inti were there, I think Dovima would have won. Yeah,
1: I think that she had the she her energy was in the right place. She had the fight in her that she was like
0: Yeah. I wish they would have invited the others to come on stage a bit sooner, but I do love that they all got to participate in this moment because it was just an uncomfortable moment and you need to be able to celebrate with your sisters and be like, "All right, this happened, let's push forward." But I thought this yeah. it was really cool to see everyone up and dancing to such a cool song, too. Yeah.
1: I was like Despite the like plot twist of the episode yeah. I was like it, it felt like everyone was like okay what's done is done new onto on to the next.
0: Yeah. Well you know me we love to end with some burning questions and gotta start off with what is Inti's legacy?
1: Inti's legacy is that of a queen that Came to the biggest stage in the world for drag in their country, performed really, really well, and just might not have been ready for some of the emotional and like mental challenges that come with it. Yeah. I think if she did like an All Stars in a couple years, I was like, yeah. you know. I'm in a different place. My drag is even more elevated. Let's go back and finish what we started. I,
0: yeah. I would welcome that. I, I think Inti needs to find herself. And once they do, it's going to be beautiful. Do you think NC will regret the decision?
1: Yes and no. I think, I mean, I... Like I said, I've never been on Drag Race and I've never quit (laughs) Drag Race. But I think that when you walk away from something like that, I mean like a lot of queens and a lot of drag artists in these other countries have talked about how they've waited so long for their chance to get that like platform. And I think when you, I think that first step away, when you're like, when you open the door to your house, you're like, oh, oh shit, I I did that. And then I but. But in Indy's case, I think what, as she goes on that journey, she'll be like, I did what I had to do.
0: I agree. I think, I think it's going to take time. There's going to be a lot of people out there who are going to tell her that she made the wrong decision. But this was her choice. This is her journey. And you have to respect it.
1: Which I will also say, I yeah. agree with you. I completely agree with you that like the people that are going to be like, Oh, she made the wrong choice. You should have stayed. I also agree with you that like, we have to just respect that. You know what I mean? Like, you never know. Like none of us really know what that process was like for NT. And so like, even if we wish like as fans, she would have, it's like, yeah, I wish her the best.
0: Yes. A reading challenge and snatch game next week. We got comedy coming. Who's going to excel?
1: I would love to see, I wanna see Poopy knock it out of the park.
0: Yeah, I think this is Poopy's week to lose. Um, I think Killer Queen could do well, but once again, we are teased with two people doing the same person. Will this be the Snatch Game where it actually happens?
1: I also will say in recent seasons of Drag Race, we've seen like the queen that like not anybody would have necessarily expected to be the smash success, be the smash success. So, I don't know, I got, I, I, I would love to see Poopy shine, but I've got my eye on, I've got my eye on some of the, like, the pretty fashion gals that might come up yeah. in the cut being hilarious.
0: And, uh, you know what, this is Carmen's week to really showcase something different. So, if she's not funny, she, this, this could be the bottom for her. But, I ask it every time, after three episodes, the winner of the season is... <sighs> It's hard.
1: This is hard this season. This is hard this season. Mm -hmm. For me... uh, For me, I wanna say... Okay. I have two answers for you. My first answer for you is... Carmen. Okay. My first answer for you is Carmen. I think that Carmen had a very strong start on the show. I think Carmen has had mm-hmm. a very strong start on the show. Not this week, but her, like, her runway last week with the snake thing. Yeah. I think she's, she's had a very strong start. She's had moments where the fans and the audience and the judges are like, oh bitch, you came to play. You came to play yeah. this game. And I think she knows she came to play the game. So I, right mm-hmm. now, her. My answer that I would love, love, love to see, and I want so badly to be right, I would love to see someone like Fugasio win. Yeah. I think that like, I think someone like Carmen or even Sagitaria are likely right now. To me, Carmen is likely. I see Carmen yeah. getting to that top four or top three. I would love, love, love to see a Hugasio moment where Hugasio sort of like I would love to see Hugasio pull up in the knee. You know what I mean? I would love yeah. to see Hugasio just really start like bat in a thousand. Because I think that yeah. I, I think that like for me, it's like when a winner is crowned of drag race, it's like, where do you take drag that we may not have seen it taken thus far?
0: Sure. Yeah. I, I think it's a three-person race right now based on edit and based on how performances are going. I think it's between Carmen, uh, Sagittaria, and Poopy. Um, because they just have this respect for Poopy and she is very much a narrator of the season. So yep. Her story is there. Um, I think it could go to Poopy. I'm, I'm going to challenge you now well, because you said the other two. I'm going to say Poopy only because I think for me, I'm I. She she wouldn't win an American Drag Race, but there's something about her that it screams Spanish drag, and I think that's what they're relating it to. They just have this respect for her that is earned, but she's such good TV too, and I think she would be such a great ambassador to win. So she's I but, pro she is but i see the same thing in carmen i just don't know if after this week where they're like show us versatility if carmen's going to bring us that at all
1: right and that's the thing with carmen and you know what it's so crazy i think they they both for me for one of them to definitively have my vote i need to see the two of them i need to see the two of them get a little more of each other
0: yeah yeah well where can we find you on social media and Venmo?
1: Oh my goodness. So my Instagram and Venmo are both the same. It is at Janae Saquois underscore J-A-N-A-E-S-A-I-S-Q-U-O-I underscore. Um, yeah.
0: Well, it was so much fun chatting with you about this weird episode. Oh my God. Yeah. I hope you have an incredible rest of pride and get to sleep and, and eat and hydrate.
1: Thank thank you oh my god no i'm excited i have um this weekend a very very big like the juneteenth event that i'm doing is really really big and it means so so much to me and i'm really excited and i'm really grateful like this year in pride month i've really gotten to see like how being a drag artist and having that platform can like a be really fun because it's like you're busy you're busy you're working you're working but also like Getting to talk to people about like their experiences yeah. in Prime and like what that platform can really do for them has been really, really nice. And so like I'm grateful. It's all it's yeah. all good vibes. It's all good vibes.
0: Well, I I hope to see you soon once I get back out there. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God. The biggest thanks to Janae for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify Sound Clutter Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.